Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, one and all. This is Baka Bites, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today, as always, is my co-host, malpractice applicant, Magically Average, and guesting for the first time is Antaro. Antaro, thank you for joining us. Uh, give us a, a little taste, a, a little bit about yourself, and uh, what's your history with uh, anime? First of all, uh, thanks for having me. Um, Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Um, so, for anime, um, I started anime way back in uh, 2020, super long time ago. And <laughs> uh, I started with Attack on Titan, I think, or maybe I started with an episode of, I think it's called like, Hajime no Gal. It's just this really trash comedy one. And I watched like one episode of it and dropped it. And then my friend told me to watch Attack on Titan. And it's like one of my favorite shows now. And then in the spring of 2020, I started drawing and making anime art. And that sort of just like solidified anime with me. And uh, yeah, I've been drawing and then making content on TikTok, art content, art content. And I uh, recently hit 100,000. So hell yeah, woohoo! Good shit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so wait, so then would you say then Attack on Titan's your favorite show or your favorite anime? Um, no, I think for anime, my favorite must be Steins Gate. I think. Uh, I really like yeah, Steins Gate. there we go. Yeah, Fuck yeah, Steins Gate. Steins Gate's amazing. I need to revisit that. Like, I need to rewatch it. It's been at least four maybe five years since i've watched Steinsgate last but that's just one of those shows that's just phenomenal yeah going over it a second time it's like you just notice all the callbacks and you just notice everything that's going on it's, it's so well written it's so fucking good yeah like that's one show like time travel is either like you have to do it very very well for it to work 
Otherwise, it's it's just shit. It's just a cop out of you don't know what to do next with your show. So, they they I I would say that that is yeah. probably the best time travel show of all time. Mm-hmm. It's just plot holeless, I guess you could say, if that's a word. Um, <laughs> you know, like Re Zero's sort of the same too. They do time travel really really well. Yeah, the Groundhog Day concept with Re Zero is very very good. Yeah, it's just very solid writing across the board, honestly. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us. Um, we are going to get to you and what you're watching separate from us, but we are going to go real quick into quick hits. I have a ton still. Tyler, you've got one, and Antoro, you've got one as well. So I'm just going to run like Railroad, George Railroad Martin through these fucking shows. Yeah. Um, get it going. First chugga up, chugga choo yeah. choo. Chugga chugga fuck you Tomodachi game. Uh, <laughs> I... Yeah, I watched the second, like, the only reason I'm actually going to continue the show is because it comes out on a Tuesday, there's two shows, like, there's one other show that comes out on Tuesday, which I think is Diamond, and it's like, cool, well, I guess I have nothing else to watch, I may as well just continue and see where the fuck this goes to see if it gets any better, but basically, like, it didn't get better. Spoiler alert, this show is not very good. It's a death game show where the only stakes is, do I get more debt attached to my name or not? And it's like, cool that doesn't seem really cool or whatever. Like there's no real, like that doesn't feel like a stake to me. Like a fictional character being in debt does not feel like, like any kind of high stakes type of thing. Like it it just seems like a psychological experiment at that point. Yeah. And it's too real world. Yeah. Yeah, Not even that. It's just not, not even that. It's just, it's just, it's so just, it's it just doesn't feel like high stakes i don't know i can't find the words for it it's just not very good because they expect you to care about these characters and they just throw them at you don't give you any explanation of real like they give you like a one tagline of what their backgrounds are like oh this is the rich kid this is the poor kid this is the athletic kid and this is the artsy kid or whatever but you don't know any of their relationships until like they're like oh they revealed this about this person oh they like this person it's just like i don't give a shit but i'm intrigued to see if like the stakes get higher if somebody actually decides to kill someone or i don't know well that's what i was gonna ask if there's like if there's like any indication that there's gonna be some actual tension or if it's just gonna be yeah there's tension oh no crippling don't know they don't know who's betraying the other but it's just like yeah but that's not who gives it i know yeah but it's just like okay Let's see if somebody actually dies in the show. If not, fuck this show. Like this is this is good. It's not be... a real anime unless there's death. <laughs> it's not a real death game if there's no death. Yeah, that's true. That's true too. That's right. Yeah, this is this so is a it was very called death game. It's it it's in the genre of death game, like oh, uh, like oh, yeah. a Squid yeah. Game or Death Parade oh, type yeah, yeah. Uh, situation. But Dead Man Wonderland. Yeah, it's just not. It's not very good. So the only reason I'm watching is because only one other show comes out, and it's just I don't know. You said that Maybe about you, you, you just gotta get you just gotta get one episode a, a day, pretty much. Is that what you're yeah, going for? Well, here? there's like two shows that come out each day that I'm watching, so it's like, well, I may as well watch this second show. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll just drop it. Who knows? It's Put just yourself stupid. through this torture again. It's <sighs> you did it with Monster Development Department last last season too. But I at least you inevitably dropped drop one. It. I well, know. I dropped it. It was a Saturday show. You're giving like, shitty shows too much chance. You just I you're giving know. them, you're giving them too much credit. 
I know. And here's another show that I'm giving just like too many chances to, which I'm just like not enjoying. And again, we talked about this last week. I don't see the appeal, but everybody loves Shield Hero. Rising of the Shield Hero, season two, episode two. The general consensus in this wasn't just me, of just like people who really enjoy the show, enjoy the source material, was like, yeah, they, like, as fast as I'm George Railroad Martining through these shows right now, that's what they did with episode two. It was like they. In episode one, they tell you about this stupid mystical tortoise thing that's going to cause a calamity because it, like, unleashes all these stupid-ass, like, bats. It just releases, like, these giant fucking bats that kill people. Makes sense. And it's like, cool, you learn about it. And then episode two is like, here's all the exposition. We got all the kingdoms together. Here, they're all in a meeting. Here's what their plan is. Everybody wants to have credit for it, and nobody's going to get credit for it. And the shield hero is like, we're just going to fucking do this, and we're all going to get credit. Cool. Let's do it. And that's and like that's the episode. They just fucking railroad through everything and it's like how long do you think we have to plan because like apparently the turtle moves and then he has to rest for a month or two weeks or some shit and then Very like riveting, he moves yeah. again. Yeah, so it's basically like they railroaded two weeks worth of information of a world which they've taken their fucking time with in the past into just one episode because the episode ends like the turtle like just screams it's like oh he's awake again time to go to battle and it's just like what the fuck is this why what is i i digress it's not my thing i keep trying to make it my thing it comes out on wednesdays on country roll and it's like i forget what other show comes out on wednesdays it might be uh it might be actually the next show i'm about to talk about birdie wing the golf show fucking great if if you liked if you liked Skate the Infinity or just whatever other random like anime ass anime shows, but it, in the context of sports, you'll love this show. The show is great. Basically, this episode was just like the the prim and proper golfer who's very good at golf versus like the street street girl who's very good at golf. It was like the two of them going head to head with each other and just. It was a great episode, but basically the street girl loses the the round of, or like the match of golf, which they only did like one hole. And she loses the hole, she loses the thing, and she like loses a bet of some sort, and she ends up entering the pro tour like at the end of the episode, and like the girl who was in the pro tour was just like super excited to see that she's golfing against her and gets to continue to golf against her. I don't know. It's anime as hell. I fucking love it. It's great. It's stupid. It's sh- just shut your brain off. Enjoy the pretty colors. Enjoy the golf. Enjoy the characters. Just like, I don't know. It's good. It's good. The fucking villain in it is like this, or what I believe the villain of this There's show is going to be. Yeah, like the, like, you know how I was like, oh, she's part of like the underground golf type scene and like whatever, like the ringleader <laughs> of this thing. Like, basically, the street girl goes up to a girl who's, like, conning men in, like, a putting game. You know, like, those putter things that you buy for your office, and it's just, like, a stretch yeah. of grass yeah, 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 and a yeah. cup at the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, there's, like, this girl who's under a bridge, and, like, she, like, lays out this fucking grass roll of just, like, with a cup at the end. And she's like, come on, if you can make it, you'll get $1,000. It's $100 hey, to yo, enter. Boys, you want to putt with me? But here's the thing. There's like a crowd of fucking people around there. Like, I'll take that bet. A hundred dollars. Here you go. It's a woman playing golf. They're like, that's never been done before. (laughs) 
no, it's like it's a different it's a different person. It's a different like oh, girl. Oh, okay. It's okay. a different girl. So like our our main girl comes up and is just like, "I'll take your bet and fucking a Basically, like the whole thing was rigged with magnets underneath it to where the balls are magnetic and they just <laughs> well, fuck yeah. off from the cup. But like, of course, main girl comes up, bashes the ball and it like hits the pin and just goes straight down. So like she wins. She's like, I want to talk to your boss. And then she goes to like a fucking building. And long of it short, this fucking show is crazy. It's great. I love it. It's stupid in the best possible way. Go watch as, it. As someone who's golfed for uh, the last 13 years of their life, I, I love the concept of there being an underground golf association. Oh, dude. Just like the just shadow golfers. Like, I was just thinking, like, like, it can't just be a normal golfing show. There's no. got to be the underground part because no, it's anime. But, like, you know, like got to have that The head of the underground part. runs, like, a big top-tier golf company type thing. Like, it's so fucking stupid. It's great. It's That's if, incredible. Tyler, if you've been golfing for 13 years, you need to watch this show. No, it's you on really my list. fucking I, do. I know. I got to watch Yeah, it. I know. And Akabe's sailor uniform was on my list, too, okay? You just got to <laughs> fucking watch the show. <laughs> For context, I did not watch Akabe's Sailor Uniform. <laughs> same, same. Everyone was telling me to watch it. Nah, oh, it's I just, so pretty, I just never though. ended up... I know, oh, the yeah. art looked really, really nice. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you as an artist would appreciate the absolute shit out of that show because it was just beautiful to look at. Yeah, really was. Speaking of I remember beautiful I was sort of at, scared of the oh. side profiles for a bit because their nose and face is oh, like yeah. weirdly different, you know? Well, and you got to get past the first episode if you've... Um, if you have uh, any sort of foot fetish or uh, have a fear of feet. Uh, so That's my little sister. I, that's saw, that. I, the saw, point. I saw some edits. Yeah. People... yeah. I've got one. I've got one last show and that is my existential crisis, AKA I'm jealous. The show, <laughs> which dream, is heroin's dream job. Heroin's run the job, run the show. God, run the job, run the show. Yeah. Um, basically it's the show about the girl who becomes the teen idol like the boy teen idol uh manager because she's literally in the same class as them it's more of just her learning the business learning like what she should be learning what she should be doing on the job and like her doing the job etc and just like fumbling her way through it but also just showing glimpses of just like okay i've got this i've got this i've got this i can do this and the reason why they hired her isn't just for the fact that like she is in their class but also for the fact that like she doesn't primarily really like idols she doesn't care she doesn't isn't gonna put up with their bullshit and will call them out and will push back against them and that's why the like the two women in charge hired her but like the show itself is gorgeously animated it's so fucking good but the the story itself is fine um i just really connect with the main character because i did sports and I also, you know, that's what I wanted to do as a job. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm definitely going to continue it. Like, it's still one of those dark horse shows that I'm really enjoying this season. Um, but episode two was very good. It, it was more about the job and what she, her responsibilities are. And yeah, I, I'm really freaking enjoying it. But those are my quick hits. Tyler, I know you have one if you want to just go through it real quick. Yeah, it's just Skeleton Knight. It's a, it's just an isekai. And it is basically the portion of Overlord where Momonga goes off on his own little crusade as a, a knight and takes on tasks. Basically, but it's it's just funny. I don't know. There's not much to it right now. They've started some mystery behind it. 
he fights a cr- giant creature that shows up in this village out of nowhere. And he's like, oh, that's weird. It's got this, like, ankle bracelet on it that, like, broke away when I killed it. And then it, like, pans to, like, these... Like, mind you, it's just one dude, Skeletonite, that kills it. There's a fucking army of guys getting slaughtered, and they kill one. They're like, ah, we did it! <laughs> and that same one had an ankle bracelet on it. Can you please so make like, that sound effect again? Like, ah, yeah! <laughs> we did it! Um... But like it had an ankle, the monster had an ankle bracelet too, and it disappeared. And they're like, "There's a connection. There was another one that was defeated over here by a single person." And so I, I don't know. There's like some mystery behind it, but it's just an isekai. It's funny. Like, there's not much else to. I will say, episode one came off like a fucking bat out of hell with the potential, um, not appropriate scenes with men about to abuse women. Like right out of the gate, Oof. and then this one was much more calm. <laughs> so it was quite the transition. But it, I don't know. It's a fun. It's a funny sakai. I'll I'll stick with it for now. Um, but it's got to start building into some story of some kind. I can't just keep doing adventures. I can't go through that again. I'm looking at you killing slimes for three hundred years. <laughs> God, what a shit show that was. That was. Oh, we don't speak of it anymore. <laughs> it brings back horror, horrible nightmares. Hey, you're the one that brought it up, not me. I know. I know. I can't right. get it out of my head. Fair enough. And then, uh, Antaro, you were watching one show that we are both going to try and start here sometime soon. This week yeah, might boy, be a little Kong complicated. Ming. Yes. Yeah. Really Tell good. us oh, about boy. it. Tell us about so, it, because this is something we want to watch. So I was just randomly recommended to it from a friend of mine, and he gave me the premise, and the second I heard the premise, I'm like, okay, I got to watch this. Because it's just like one of those goofy time travel. Like they choose the most random period of time. Just so it's about like a Chinese warlord. He was like a war strategist. He wasn't a warlord. He was a strategist for the warlord. And um, real real person, real uh, actual historical figure. And basically, it's almost like he gets it's a guy. He dies of old age or something. He, he dies of a disease. Wakes up modern day at like a Halloween festival. Meets this one girl who's a up and coming singer. Well, I guess not really up and coming. She's got she's like bottom of the barrel, you know, trying to become a pop star. And um, she sings in English, which is really weird. Like <laughs> she's like speaks in Japanese, but a lot of her lyrics are in English, so it's really weird to like listen to. But okay. um, yeah, so she's has no like platform at all. She has like two hundred followers on Instagram. I forget what they call it in the show. And uh, basically, what he goes loser. over there. Yeah, exactly. Like he uh he hears her voice and he's just used to like the old, you know, ancient music and then he hears her voice and she he he thinks she's like the greatest artist of all time. So he's like, "Okay, well I'm going to be your new manager or whatever, your strategist." And um yeah, so basically it's just him trying to get her in gigs and trying to like, you know, increase her uh I guess her platform. And it's just, it's just so enjoyable. Like I don't know. I I really wasn't expecting it. I I always like those goofy time travel plots. And I I just like this because it's just, again, such a random period of time to time travel someone from. Yeah. And it's like most time travel shows that have like the main character. Let's say he comes from a far period of time and then he has to assimilate. This guy does not assimilate into the culture at all. He's he's still wearing like his ancient clothes. He He has his fan with him. And it's so funny to watch. Everyone thinks he's cosplaying. It's a great show. It's That's really fantastic. good. If you if you guys haven't just started already, 
great comedy. I see clips so, of it all the time, and people are like, "This is the sleeper show of the season." And I, oh no, it, it is definitely. so funny. It's so funny because we did our spring preview with um the the crew from Anime Pass or Fail, and we all were laughing just at the name, your boy Kong Ming. Like, we're like, this show's got to be just so is. goofy. It's like they're like we were like, there's no way this is gonna be dude. It's like it's kind of goofy. It like it has the potential to be good, but like, we were like, ah, no. We we wrote be. that shit off harder than fucking a teenage boy learning what a boner is. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, one of the like things it. I like about it too is they have like you you know an anime when you have, you know, media platforms like they'll they'll show like a social media platform and they'll have like some crazy dumb name for it, but they're trying to like yep. mimic another one. And like the phones yep. and stuff are all like com- they look horrible. I like how yeah. they they stay consistent, you know? They're like I guess you could call it like woke. Like like they actually, you know, it makes sense watching it. It's really good. It, it's world, funny like more nice. shows are yeah, more shows are getting like that. Like I I remember the yeah. one scene from uh my dress up darling when they when kitagawa takes gojo out yeah. shopping and they go to uni uni and i was like it's uniqlo like the everything about it is it's uniqlo <laughs> yeah the, the first, like, is... first anime i started noticing that happening one is uh Jujutsu kaisen i yeah. started noticing that they're using like real iphones and stuff so yeah it's actually nice to see one of the shows yeah. we'll talk about in a bit mentions uh a, a platform in one of the episodes and i'm like what a like a crazy what oh like thing God. to drop like out of nowhere yeah. i'm like that's that's like that's too too present to to have that in an episode well i mean it's <laughs> kind of like i also just like i mean there it's everywhere in anime but like the restaurant thing like still gets me every die like every time like when people go to mcdonald's but it's like what mcronald's yeah I mcronald's like, yeah. or like starbucks is starbakes and comey like I yeah, fucking, yeah like that shit's so funny like it, it gets me every time it's a stupid joke to like get around an ip but i fucking love it anyways i don't know yeah. but... i think subway and comey was like way way or something yeah no uh, I, I remember i rewatched the first season recently and i, I forget what the name was but it, it so made excited. me laugh season two it's almost here <laughs> It's almost upon uh-huh. us unless you're watching it online through the the. Well, you can go to, or you can go to <laughs> Netflix Japan if you have a Netflix uh, Japan account. Yeah, you can exactly. do it that way. VPN Netflix Japan. Yep. <laughs> Frank, it only took us three and a, like three hours to figure out how to watch Fart Detective. You know, it took it took, us, it took us literally twenty minutes. It just took a little bit of loading. That's it all. It felt like an eternity, and then we had to God. watch it. Oh, so yeah, nobody probably knows this, but uh, after one of our episodes, I think it was before, I think it was the episode before our spring episode, we were looking ahead to see what shows were coming out in spring, and we saw one that was called Detective. And it is completely a children's show about a guy who has a butt for a face, a literal butt, who (laughs) solves mysteries. But it's a children's show that teaches you about random different things. So, like, the episode that we saw, they were went to an art gallery and they taught about basic math. Like, if this guy bids 10, what should we bid? One person's like 3, one person's like 100. It's like, well, three's too low. We don't have $100 or 100 coins or whatever. We yeah. should bid 11. And it's just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, Great. it came to a grinding halt at that point. Because beforehand, it was like, there's an art thief. Like, shit's about to go down. We've got to book it. The fucking cops go undercover and everything. And then everything comes to a screeching halt. And they're like, what is this plus this? And I'm like, 
Excuse Whoa, me. <laughs> like, oh my god, you just blindsided me. That reminds so me of like some of the fate spin-offs, you know, like there's that one fate. I don't know if you guys have watched the fate series, but there's uh, some fate no. spin-offs. And there's one where it's like they a whole a whole show, it's like 13 episodes. Each episode is them cooking a different dish and it like goes over like a cookbook and it teaches you step by step like how to make these things, but it's using fate characters and it's just I mean it's crazy. Huh. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean fate is I just mean, a huge you know, yeah, you throw anyways, you throw yeah. so fate into anything and it'll sell. Yeah. So, yep. But yeah, no. So that's a side note about Butt Detective. Um, we got two more real quick hits that Tyler and I are watching that Antero you're not watching currently. So we'll just get through them real quick. First, let's start with Diamond. It was another just good wholesome episode. Like yeah, there's there's not much to cover. Not not all ton i suppose like it, it goes through one of the side employees characters like her background what she she is like this masked artist who uploads on youtube and is starting to get a following and people like she sells charms like handmade charms at the the shop and people see in one of her videos that her phone has one of the charms they're like oh she must work at the shop or go to the shop and people start calling the shop and the the woman the the main character the main dude's mom is like nobody works nobody of that name works here stop calling but like they gain business through it everything and it just it works itself out that like yeah yeah it's just a good episode it's a good wholesome show i was i there was one part of it that i was like this is literally impossible so the the girl that the whole episode is basically about she like takes care of her three younger siblings. So she, she goes to school because she's a high school student. She takes yep. care of her three younger siblings when she gets back because her dad works late hours and her mom just recently had another baby. So, like, she's going through the whole, like, I, the baby process too. Then she makes content of her playing guitar for YouTube. Then she has time to cook. And then at some point she has time to study. And I was like, bullshit. No person has that ability. <laughs> There's, that's literally impossible. Or but no, it was a good episode. It, it was a, kind of a lot to do with just not letting your like certain pieces of your life hold you back from what you really truly believe in. So yeah, it was, like it was a good tells, message. She, she tells her parents at the end, like, "Oh, I love playing guitar and singing." They're like, "We had no idea. Why didn't she tell us?" Like, let's yeah, yeah, go for it. And they're like, "Oh, okay, that was easy." Like the fucking Staples button, the that was easy. Yeah, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. And then the, I like yeah. the at the end of the episode is after she tells her parents, they proceed to watch all of her videos in concert fashion. And so like the whole family gathers around their computer and she's just like embarrassed hands shit. over. Yeah. Hands over face in the corner. Like, please God kill me at this point. And her family's like, Whoa, this is so good. <laughs> oh, it was cute. Classic. And then uh, the the second show that we watched that we started watching episode only episode one is out uh, Onipon, which is the new weird. It's I w- I want to call it a show, but it's like a short show. It's a short series show. It's by a Saturday Wit morning studio. Yeah, it's a Saturday morning cartoon show. So it's like the episodes and are I'm like a, 15, 16 minutes. Yeah, and I'm gonna let you handle this one because you're you're gonna gush over it more than I am. Like I thought it was okay. It was <laughs> fine. It was funny at points, but like you loved this. It was funny. It's just basically it's like Powder Puff Girls meets like I don't I don't even know like just weird like even more over the top randomness. But it's, the world is Powder Puff. Well, I guess maybe they, they, they had like, speed. They they ran yeah. they ran real good. 
Yeah, they and they could jump. They like they fucking True, jumped, they jumped on top, on top of like top a, of a building. ten story yeah. building. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, it anyway. was like a four story apartment building, but okay. it was big. But basically, That's this world said. has <laughs> has humans and oni, which are like demons, um, coexisting, and there's like still some stigma to the onis of how like you know they kill people and eat them, and like so like some kids are taught still like don't trust them, they're bad. So the 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 island that they're a part of in we i presume japan is called onigashima uh it's like the where most of the oni live um and there's this giant headquarters and basically the person's the king is like which looks like i have tasked park. you yeah which is yeah they yeah the whole that onigashima is like a giant amusement park that they just profit from the humans because they're like haha come and we'll pretend to eat you rar but the the king's like, I task you three young girls to go to this one like smaller village. That's not even a village, like small city, and like try to enlighten them to how onis have changed over time, and like try to build up the relationships with the humans there. Um, so they're like, yay! So they come across this little girl when they first get there. She's like, oh, they're going to eat me. And then she drops her little teddy bear. So the rest of the show, the episode is just like them trying to figure out how to get it back to her. And the way that they power up is they have to put on visibly tiger striped underpants over top their clothes. And that's what gives them what they thought are their powers. Basically, it just changes their costumes into something random. Like it was supposed um, to be like the Wonder Twins back in the ye old cartoon <laughs> days of Hanna-Barbera. But they just, like, they put on the pants, they transform into police women. They're like, wait, we have no powers. What the fuck little bear yeah. thing that came with us that only can say Kuma? Like, well, what Kuma, did you yeah. give us? Yeah, but... <laughs> but, yeah, but, the, like, because they already have, they're already, like, powerful-ish. Like, they have fast speed and run it, like, and, and can jump high and stuff. But they thought they were going to get extra powers. And they're like, nope, just cosplaying at this point. But it's funny. I like, yeah. like for just a really just you know goofy show. It got me with the tiger striped underwear. I'm not gonna lie, that's what pulled me in. I'm like, that is ridiculous. They get superpowers from underpants. Come on. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the, a really interesting only, premise. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really it's it's fine. It's funny. It has its moments. It's cute, yeah. and it's only 16 minutes, which is it's fine. It's good. Like I'll I'll continue watching it. But um, the two notes that I have about it is. One, it's done by Wit Studio. This is the cleanest, absolute fucking cleanest and most phenomenal CG I have ever seen in an anime. Yeah. Hands and down. And that uh, that is honestly an understatement. I was watching so it So just... much. If you were like, oh, Attack on Titan, the CG is okay, it's, but it's pretty damn good compared to everything else. No, fucking watch this episode. And they they go to run to this child wherever the library is, and it is the cleanest fucking CG I have ever. Like I had flashbacks. Like this, I would go so far to compare this scene to season like when Wit was still doing Attack on Titan, the two D animation of Captain Levi in season three part one going through the fucking city. That like chase scene. Oh yeah. Yeah, I would compare amazing. it. I would compare it to how clean that CG is with how clean that 2D animation of a like, not. I won't say like, oh my god, bar for bar, like it was better or it was on par. 
CG wise, it was the cleanest I have seen, and that is the best thing I can compare it to. So yeah. was it like the environment that was CG? I guess no, Not everything. It was, it was everything. Oh, really? It yeah. was everything. So like, yeah. it was like the whole piece of it was them like basically running through and doing parkour around the city and like in the landscape yeah. area. Like, so like they at times were CG. Um, and then like the, the environment was CG and then like they would transition to different perspectives. So then like, it would be mostly just the environment being CG. Then they would transition yeah. to them being 2d and some of it being C like it was so fluid though, that you didn't really like notice too many differences. And it was, it was, it was Frank noted, like it was so from like when it started, cause it was kind of abrupt too. You're like, ah, oh, CG. You're like kind of jarring. And then like the rest of that scene progression, you're just like, whoa, this is like if you're incredibly... gonna do cg this is this is the standard this is yeah. the bar they set the bar so fucking high it's a fucking kid show on a saturday morning yeah what in the ever living <laughs> shit wit wit i will continue to sing the praises of wit and wit does not miss what the fuck you i like my mind is blown by this studio i I'm so happy. The other second note, and then we'll get into the rest of our shows that we are actually all that all three of us are watching. The second note I have, and the last note I have, the ending song is a fucking bop. This is yep. the bop of the season. It is such a fucking like high energy, good times bop. Go listen to it. It's good. But um, yeah, no. So those are those are pretty much everything we're watching alone. And what Tyler and I are watching, we do have four shows that the three of us are watching. We have Aharan-san, Shikamori is Not Just a Cutie, Kaguya-sama Love is War, or I don't remember what season three is titled. Ultra Romantic. There you go. Thank you. And then Spy Family. But we're going to start with Aharan-san. Uh, third episode came out. I'm just fine. This show's fine. Like, yeah. I think the timing of its release is really fucking unfortunate. Because you have, like, the shy girl, you have the better shy girl in Comey, and you have the better comedy in the, uh, god damn it, what was last season, um, My Dress Up Darling. Like, you have yeah. the better comedies in different shows in, in, like, all these other rom-coms that it's just, like, this one just comes off okay. If this had come out, like, fall or summer 2021, this would have been great. I would have been all over this, but just with everything that's come out, I mean, in my opinion, that's just how I feel about it. But um, I know we've been talking for a while, so Antero, just yeah. just I mean, give us. It, honestly, that show, it, it's it's the wholesome. You know, it's a good show. Um, it does get a little boring at times. You know, the comedy is really slow paced. I guess, um, like yeah. it, it's really just like oh, some some of the scenes, like she just drags on just like you know sleeping or something for so long and it just, it just gets really boring at times um i have been enjoying it though and i have yeah i'd agree like the first able to finish the... yeah i've been able to go through all the episodes yeah yeah like the first skit of this latest episode with her hair being like stuck like st like sticking like up straight doll. up yeah was like that was funny but um i made the wrong comparison i said that this like you know last season with my dress up darling it was funnier i meant what i meant to say and i had in my notes in my head was that you have komi which does the shy girl really well and then you have kaguya sama which does the bits really well like just random yeah. skits and bits really well so yeah. this is kind of just a middle ground of the two that 
just isn't as good as I would like. And this this gives me vibes of like Nagatoro too, because like the first what like seven episodes of Nagatoro were just all skits, and then the slow build into the uh, summer festival or whatever it was um, with Nagatoro and Senpai, like it kind of has those feelings. I am I'm hopeful. I'm holding out hope that it does sort of progress into some story of some kind like there like some sort of connecting points to have it be like meaningful i guess to the relationship yeah. other than just skits every single episode like i want something that i can you know you can keep pulling from each episode from this point on but i don't expect it to do that until later it's yeah just, i mean because we have yeah. the better skit anime pairing right now yeah you know yeah, like, we, yeah exactly we just have better ones and one thing I will say about it is, I forget the tall character's name, the tall girl. She is insufferable. Like, I cannot stand that character. Yeah, like, I, I kind of feel you there, too. Yeah. Where she just, I'm, like, I'm she in... just gets scared and runs away. She's it's ugly. like watching Zenitsu in Demon Slayer whenever he's oh. just, like, screaming. It, just, it drives me nuts because she just, she can't get a sentence out. And it's just, I don't know. I yeah. can't stand she's, it. She's Zenitsu met with, like, Ag- uh, Agadi from Komi Can't Communicate, like, at least Agiti and Komi can communicate is like at least charming a little bit. Like her character yeah. is, is like that that shows already over the top with all of its tropes that she is just the embodiment of that trope. And this is just mixing her with Zenetsu. And you you just fucking nailed that on the head. I that yeah. that is what I was like, I can't figure out what that other character is that you mix her with, and that's why she's getting on my nerves. But you fucking nailed it. But yeah, and with Agari, it's like there's so much other characters to, you know, in the Komi-sen world that it's like she's sort of just, she's not in the spotlight as much as people like Zenitsu or this character is, you yeah. know, so it, it's a lot more yeah. just passable. I would yeah. even argue so much so that it's not Agari, it's the country bumpkin girl because she's she's so hey. shy to the point that she can't even like talk don't talk shit about Komi. country bumpkin girl i love her she's one of my favorites i love her to death the fact that she went to Weiwei and thought it was a high class sandwich place where very high-end fanciful thought-thinking people go for their lunch that just brought a just a tear to my eye like she's my fucking favorite but that like that's yeah. a I, I think like she's the character that <laughs> that we're talking about aharan it's just yeah she's very aggravating because she'll just pop up jumble some words and then scream and run away and you're like cool like you didn't do anything to the scene other than being a nuisance yeah uh, yeah it's just i feel like if this was released any time before this season we would be saying a little bit better um better things about it but the fact that we have the better skit show in kaguya and the fact that we have the better shy girl show with all the different characters in komi like it's kind of just like man this is kind of just meh well this is the season of slice of life too i mean there's oh yeah most so many slice of life so yeah i guess especially if we're throwing your boy kong ming and oni pon in there like goddamn. but speaking of Slice of life. We got Shikamori. He's not just a cutie. I'll let you start with this one. I am slightly underwhelmed. 
uh but the ending i think kind of saved it for me i just i am holding out hope that there is some like other layer to this show that we just aren't seeing yet and that's going to come out as this as the episodes progress but this episode was just a sports festival clumsy dudes shocking clumsy and gets just dinged in the brain by a soccer ball that came out of nowhere has to go into the infirmary meanwhile shikamori goes badass mode he's like oh this wasn't even my final form in playing volleyball i'll enter my final form now that my my bay is in the stands watching and just annihilates this team like they're like cool it's a sports festival one and then they're like the ending was like kind of cute with her just being jealous that he's hanging out with his dude friend more and then him being jealous that all the girls at the school now want to just be in the presence of Shikamori because she's a badass girl. And then, yeah. I don't know. The ending was just him about to fall down the stairs and she comes out of nowhere and saves him and is like, you big dumb dummy. You were going to walk home with your friend and instead you just left alone, but I wanted to walk home with you. And then he's like, you're the dummy. I was going to wait for you by the door. And then the episode ends and you're like, reverse hey. Sunov card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, I just, I want to think that there's some weird connection between I think his name is you between you and Shikamori. Cause he's like, he's just so fucking unlucky. Like he is the, basically the epitome of bad luck. And she is for the most part there to save him. Like there's gotta be something else to that. Like I, I want to think that there's just some like supernatural relation or like maybe she's a goddamn demon spawn that like cursed him and then she's cursed to like to protect him i don't know like i just i want there to be something else because that would make this more enjoyable other than just another slice of life with a girl that's just kind of alpha and a dude that's clumsy <laughs> she is the terminator she's coming yeah, yeah. <laughs> i need your clothes your boots and your motorcycle your family also, is dead <laughs> and, Stop falling down! <laughs> God damn, uh, Antaro, what do you what do you think about this one? Well, there's not much to say about it, honestly. Um, I I I don't really like the MC, honestly. At this point, I mean, I'm sort of just going on with what I've seen in the show so far, not just the recent episode. Like, it's not like a trope I like, honestly. Um, it's good. I like the art style. Um, and yeah, Shikimori is just a badass. So, I mean, that's always fun to watch. But, like, the tropiness would be fine if yeah. there was that, like, she cursed him because she's a part of a family that can spread curses and it was accidental when they were really young and now she has to follow and protect him. Like, <laughs> if there was that fantasy. layer, yeah, like, if there was that layer, it'd be super cool. Because, yeah, like, it, the, the, the fact that he's just a klutz, that alone is, like, that's kind of a dumb trait <laughs> like that's like a, that's a really unfortunate dnd role for character trait like yeah he rolled a critical one on one. fucking <laughs> on luck yeah he he didn't even roll a one he rolled the die and it fell off and fell into a pit and they were just like we're just gonna give you the worst possible outcome possible for your character like but it, there, if there's that additional again like that layer of supernatural or whatever I think it's it would just take this so it would immediately skyrocket it up in 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 terms of just like 
my overall opinion of it. Because right now, yeah, it's just a very average slice of life. Little did yeah. you know that this is the the Shikamori is just the love child between the two uh, characters in Steins Gate, and she's gone back to the past to uh, yeah. to fucking undo <laughs> the curse of the main character as when he was a to child. Undo everything. Okay, yeah, a lot Arnold. of people were telling me that it was gonna like this was gonna be the my dress up darling of the season. Yeah, that's, they're like comparing that was the uh, hype. Muttering to uh, Shikamori. And it's just no, like, come on, you can't compare those two, man. Like, I know Kitigawa is just way better in every I think department. I would agree. Well, with no, Kitigawa I think also is better. It's of, I, I think it's like the character development because I mean, Gojo also plays like a big role. Oh her, yeah, right. Yeah. And this character, he's just like that weasel character. He doesn't add anything, you know. He's just clumsy. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's, I just, I just do not like this <laughs> It's Vesselton yeah. and Swiper no swiping. <laughs> God, but um, I mean, my thoughts are kind of similar. Like, it's it's a little underwhelming. I felt better about reading the first three volumes than I did about the first two episodes, which cover nearly the first three volumes, which they're just widely out of order compared to the source material which is it's fine like you've had that before in other shows it's it's if you could do it well why not but um something about it just even with the source material it's like it doesn't feel complete and i don't know if it is that aspect of like why is this kid so cursed or what or if it's just like a main central plot of like are these two gonna go like go the distance after high school or what? Like, I don't yeah. know, but it's it's fine. It's not the greatest show. It's not the worst one that I've seen by far. So like, I don't know. I'm enjoying it, but I'm also just like I ex- not necessarily expecting more because it's like I watched the trailer and I was just like, cool, like main girl hot, main dude kind of clumsy, whatever. Like that's what I'm getting. I didn't yeah. know like yeah. I, she I don't know what else I was falling, expecting. Falling. Yeah, it's, it's not like I'm disappointing. Like it's not disappointing, you know, because it's it's what I expected going into it. Like yeah, yeah it, like, it just fills the void on, uh, whatever the day it comes out. So I, it's just, it's something to do, you know. Saturday <laughs> Saturday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Saturday afternoon. It's, like the, it's just like well. That one this. donut that you left in the the kitchen. You're like, no, nah, I shouldn't have you, but. I'm going to enjoy you. You're just empty calories. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, like I I guess I really didn't hype myself up for this like everybody else did because it was just I watched the trailer and I was like, this looks good, but it doesn't look like phenomenal. I don't know what the fuck the show's about, so I'll watch it. So it's like I'm not disappointed, but I'm also not impressed. If that yeah, makes and this is, really any sense. This is like another thing. Like this is sort of going off on a tangent about just anime Dude, in general we do that we do that so all the time recently, this is a like, common recently a bunch of new anime like that have been coming out in the recent seasons this is what i noticed with uh shikimori is i i do not like the art like it's like it looks like like if unity assets were in anime you know they all just use the same characters and it's just i and, and being an artist myself i just i just can't stand it like it uh, happened with waiting for you to anime Remember I'm waiting for you to make an art comment. Yeah, <laughs> that was um, perfect though. The unity. Sorry, yeah. that, that was fucking. Yeah. You're the well, spot that on. Anime, there's that anime. Um, it's about the guy who brings in the uh, 
the high schooler, right? Remember he was, Big a hero. He was Big yeah, hero. yeah, yeah. It they use that exact same art style, and it's just I don't know. It, it's sort of an annoying me. Like all these new anime, I was like, I was hyped for it, and I saw the trailer. I saw the main character you, and I was like, this guy looks so plain. Like he he just he just looks two D. You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't look like he doesn't look like a three D drawn person. He just looks two D, and it's just I don't know. They didn't even annoying. give him like the the Kirito treatment. Like they didn't even make him yeah. like look like the generic Kirito or Asuna. They just like yeah. granted, I, I I actually do like the character design of Shikamori. I have no problem yeah. with her, but yeah, main character dude like. He's got the hair color and the stature of fucking uh God damn it, I just said his name and I just completely I don't lost know. it. No. The oh. from Sword Art. Oh, yeah, what's his nuts? I just I, I just know. completely fucking blinked on his name. God damn, That's my okay. brain is just dude, I my brain Life is already is at PAX. My brain is already <laughs> at PAX. Like that's where it is. That is rude. Antro is here. Kirito. And he's... <laughs> here you, they, like, you sort of reminds me of like just like when when I draw, if I'm drawing just a random anime guy, he he's the one I just draw. If I have no references or I'm going off nothing, I just draw a you. Yeah. He, he just seems like just a again, he just seems like a reusable character. Which I've is so it. funny that you say that too, because like uh, that speaks volumes to Tadano from Comey, because oh, yeah, his character a... is he's like he's average. He's average height, yeah. he's average weight, he's average in looks, he's average in grades. Like he is the epitome of average, but yet he's such a unique character still. Yeah. So that it's funny to think of like a character that is meant to be and portrayed as average yeah, against exactly. characters that are trying to be unique and they just look like cookie cutter, copy paste. <laughs> yeah, giving you yeah. the hair doesn't make him unique. Right. And purple yeah. eyes, sir. Yeah, purple also, eyes and purple eyes. <laughs> so two things. Two things. One, I'm very sorry if that burp made it in there. I tried muting my mic. You're and not mic sorry. And it like you, unmiked you, and muted. Unmuted and unmuted. You were the least I know. professional. They're, like you like like talked in a wine glass during one of our recordings. Like you you opened <laughs> up beer during a recording. Like you're the least professional. Don't apologize. You do it on purpose. <laughs> you okay? Maniac. Malpractice applicant. But um, too. No, what I was gonna say is no. The, I just I figured it out. If if we don't compare the two characters as being like badass or whatever you feel about them, you just morph them together, and this is what he looks like. It is Kirito from Sword Art Online and Mob from Mob Psycho. You fucking mix <laughs> the two of them together. This is the gu- this is the dude. This is the oh, dude. Yeah. You're not like, wrong. <laughs> but that's hilarious. Yeah, no, Shikimori is yeah, it's it's kind of disappointing, but at the same time I didn't have those high standards other than the fact that I thought that the show was gonna be pretty, which like I, I do I do think that it is, in my opinion, it is pretty, but I do also agree that like this does look like you use just some unity assets yeah. and we're just I mean, like the here colors, we go, call the it colors are really nice. The way they do the lighting and everything exactly. is it's really nice. But it's just like, you know, just the character design is just I don't know, it's just the same. As everything yeah. like it's like they take the unity asset they just put a different texture on it and it's like okay i mean <laughs> yeah. it's serviceable but it's just give us i don't know I, I don't want that to happen to the entire anime industry like you know what i mean yeah. that's fair give us give us more green hair girl protect like protagonist main characters that's what yeah. i want yeah fuck, fuck <laughs> pink definitely... fuck red fuck blonde fuck brown hair just well, give us give it well pink's maybe. okay it works on Ch- our girl chica 
from that's true, but she's side character yeah. well i guess she's main nah, character but no, she's pretty speaking of character. speaking of chica let's get into kaguya sama fucking i love this show dude i yeah, like no, it, i laugh constantly at the show the Without, humor like, is is always spot on it's so well, tough. Yeah. i'm always thinking i'm like this is gonna get old like they do the same thing right every episode but it never gets old it is just and the shocking so fresh everything's so good the shocking part about about it is that this last episode was like almost entirely callbacks to the previous seasons. Yeah. Like, and it was still fucking hilarious. Like, it was the same joke made, but you still were laughing because it was like a different, different situation and different context that it was happening in. Just like, trying it, to get the uh, two, like the two fucking side characters to actually like agree with each other or you know be nice to each other. It's yeah. just like it's so fucking funny like yeah. the the accountant's like yeah like here's a genuine compliment and the, and the girl's just like i've got nothing i can't <laughs> do it <laughs> and i love how was so hurt man it was so, so bad got me. it was so creepy too like i i actually was watching the the last scene from that skit and i'm like i am very disturbed we're basically they like malfunction robot style and they just repeat the same thing in like a very like computer oh, no. monotone style I'm voice and i'm like sure they use the computer for that yes they like, did it was like what was that microsoft sam or something like that like it, i'm oh, like yeah. no this is not okay this is like the beginning of irobots dumb like style shit like i don't like this okay. this is very disturbing one thing so i noticed funny. with um president's um his ideas to help these people bond who cleans their friends ears dude like, it's I, it's I, a different <laughs> it's a different yeah, it's a completely different <laughs> culture. i've never culture. seen that like so like, if, I'm gonna be honest, already, man. <laughs> like, if I'm going to be honest, I, Sam, Sam cleans my ears. My fiance does. Cause, um, I have laying it all I'm, on the table now, Frank. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a throw this on the table. I do have some trauma with my ears in which I do not like things going in my ears. So I don't like cleaning my ears. So my fiance is for you some watch Star stupid... Trek at a young age. Yes. No, yeah, um, no, but I mean, um, like you don't just have like friends at school. Like, oh okay, yeah. No, I'll, absolutely. Put your hand on my left. I'll clean your ear out here. Yeah. You know, it Come doesn't here. happen. Slap your slap your thigh. Look at that pretty yeah. little head down No, here. I, I would agree with that. But yeah, just like I will say, I don't like I have my fiance or my fiance does that for me because I yeah, no, I have some trauma there. So that's like yeah. that's one decent reason to have it, but I, I completely understand what you're saying. It's yeah, that whole scene is like it's really funny because they like they speed run through that book and it's like you just like hug each other or like compliment each other like get really close to each other and it's like every single time they're like fuck that noise yeah it is really funny but no i also I, like I, how shiragani and um what, what's her name the glasses girl i like how it's like that, oh, that one yeah. scene where it's like these people just met for the first time yet they've been trying to accomplish the same task for like the whole show oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and then the the second skit totally different vibe it was um they go to karaoke yeah right and basically kagawa tells hayas hayas i can't even pronounce her name hayasaka is it hayasaka, hayasaka? yeah I don't know. that sounds right the her basically her maid um is like yep. you gotta tail him and make sure he doesn't get up to any nefarious deeds because it's like a it's karaoke with group but it's basically just to like mingle with ladies and so she's yeah like, it's like a mix hell no pretty much yeah and you're like yep. oh this is gonna be kind of funny because it's they've shiragani had a previous interaction with the other like alter ego of hayasaka like when they bet yeah like you can't 
you can't pick him up in a day. Like, you can't get him to go out with you in a day. That's impossible. And she was like, bet. And they did at the library. But then she's like, oh, I'll take it to the next level. I can basically corner him in a private room. Uh, calls Kaguya and is basically is like, by the way, I'm about to fuck your president. Bye. <laughs> she's like, wait, no, what? <laughs> and that was the rest of the episode. But then she she could go through with it because he sings like, oh, what was the what was the term? No, she it wasn't. It wasn't his singing. It, it was, was his, his rapping. rapping. But he, he rapped he, like because a, he because like Chica, a regurgitating yeah. slee slug or something. Yeah, because like she, they they go back and they they do the the pull from a previous episode in which Chica taught him how to sing the actual school anthem, so he knows how to like sing fine. But his yeah. rapping is absolute garbage, and that yeah, was hilarious. Chica too, sees him; she just PTSD the episode. Yeah, yeah. So Chica gets there to sing karaoke, and it's just like there were so many oh, layers. Oh, the president's to that. here. Oh, I'm yeah. just gonna go home. <laughs> That was so funny, yeah, because it was the callback to Hayasake trying to to get with Shiragane and prove Kagawa wrong, and then coupled with Chika showing up to karaoke and being like, oh, he's here? PTSD flashback to when she had to teach about a sing, like, I think I'm just gonna go home now. Like, that, yeah. that whole, the whole interaction, the fact that they both had traumatizing experiences with Shiragane, I was like, oh, that's so well done. And again, like so it's a joke good. that's been done before and they just continue it and it's but it's still funny. It's like almost as funny as like when they originally like brought it out. Like ah, uh, so good. Agreed. But yeah, no, Kaguya Sama like consistently funny. Like consistently yeah. I'm laughing out loud. It's it's again when we talked about Aharan san, like the gags, the skits are so well perfected and well done. Because I feel like they build those characters out so well from yeah, the get go. Like, granted, Aharon san did that. Like, they built their characters fine, but like, they weren't the best. So it was just, or I guess they were just different, and it's just a different type of sketch comedy, and it's just not yeah the greatest. So it is what it is. But um, last show we got on the docket, Spy Family. Yeah, I was about to say, speaking of the greatest. Speaking yeah. of the greatest, the the greatest show this season, I I will say this is the best show this season by oh, hands no. down, easily, yeah. easily, I, by far. I love it. Funny enough, the dub actually is only one week difference between the subs. So dub episode one came out, and then episode two of the sub came out, which I rewatched the sub episode because I watched it with my buddy John, and then watched episode two. And then I think it was last night. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to watch the the dub on this and see if it's any good. And it was fine. It was good. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. So, but the the show is phenomenal. Like we knew we knew going into the season that this was the big show of the season. At least for Tyler and I, like both of us have been reading this. Like we know what's going on. Yeah, we same, know what's going to happen. Same. Okay. So you okay? Cool. This show, like, is exceeding those expectations of just, like, this was the source material. This is what we know is going to happen. This is how we know the characters are, how they act. How is it going to, like, translate into animation? And it it's translating beautifully. Like, they're capturing every freaking facial feature that fucking, like, Anya gives. Like, every reaction she has is top notch like i think it was probably still just episode one she's just laying on the couch just kind of deadpan just like i'm so bored 
Like that that one alone was fucking hilarious. But every other like reaction she has is great. Lloyd as like you know a psychiatrist and him planning everything out is great and his reactions to this fucking child is phenomenal and lore who they introduce in this new one um who becomes the mom is this like kind of like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry type of person but when she's in work mode she's like i'm gonna get shit done like it is so well animated it is so well executed that it is exceeding any and all expectations i had of this show yeah no i mean it this i mean i think this latest episode has really cemented that for me like again the first episode perfectly well done like uh, you couldn't have asked for a better first episode for a show the fact that you get you know the quick character introduction you get the setting for where where this is taking place you get your progression of what's happening because you know like at the first like five minutes he gets operation Strix handed to him so you're like like okay this is what he has to do and it's the task of getting a child like getting a wife getting them into school like setting everything up that's going to happen for this season and so you're like already aware of how everything's going you know where they're going to get to it's just a matter of the progression of it and the first episode does it really well with Anya and then this episode just like blows everything else out of the water like you're coming in and being a total badass going from like the super quiet, very reserved, like, I work at a a state building and I don't want to, like, step on toes, but also I don't want to get fucking accused of being a spy by not, you know, being more personable and whatnot to, oh, also, by the way, I kill scores of people for a job. And I can go into badass mode like that. Like, she gets a phone call from her brother and it's all, like, giddy and super, like, yay. And then she gets a call from her, basically her handler, and she goes from like this very like bubbly person to nope killer mode. I've got devil eyes on me now and I'm about to go fuck up some dudes like every single character is set up so well and it, it doesn't require like a lot of time. It's the perfect amount of setup to to just set everything in place. You got all the ch- pieces of the chessboard on the board. Now it's just about moving them and holy crap like this first core is going to be phenomenal also confirmed yeah. uh 25 episodes so that's going to be yes. really nice this season yeah and i One think the second core comes out in fall the um yep. the pacing is it's it's like breakneck speed for the pacing but they do it well you know and the characters they're just they're, they're all just so well written and um also i have to add um Choosing Shinobu's voice actor for Yor was like the greatest decision of all time. Like she, she fits the role perfectly. Um, I will, I will one up that choosing present Mike from My Hero Academia as Frankie's voice actor, yeah, even that was fucking a good better too. Yeah. That that voice yeah. actor is so fucking funny. Like just his voice alone has a tone that just it like incites laughter in my mind. That like putting him on the comical relief character just 10 out of 10 perfect it's beautiful it is a match made in heaven this episode just in in it's so fucking good again like i think you said tyler like they it's going at a breakneck uh breck break neck speed god i can't speak 
in which they're like getting through these character introductions but at the same time it's like they're focusing like half an episode on each character and just like here's this character here's why they do here's what they do here's them doing and that's all you need to know about them and it's just like cool now that we have all three give us the show and that's what the rest of the season is gonna be and i'm yeah so it's the, it's it's the approach that we both gabbed about with that odd taxi where like they give you just enough substance to to actually like connect with the character and 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 have them be meaningful to the story yeah. but not so much to where they're giving out everything about them like all their their personality traits who they are as the a person like their backstory like they're not laying everything out all at once it's it's a slow sort of breadcrumb trail of building out these characters but again just enough so that it keeps you really interested like episode to episode it's again it's a perfect amount of of character building it's the perfect amount of action every single episode has had its action moments too which is great it's got a perfect amount of humor which I think this one was probably even more so than the the first episode Um, just just because of your the whole scene of them at the dinner party. Oh, my favorite is will still and forever be when when they're running away from the the art gallery thieves and Lloyd punches two of them and she and Yor goes, "Oh, I, are you okay punching your patients? Yeah, like like you're like is that is that common?" He's like, "Oh yeah, it's like a new age uh, like concussive blow treatment where like they get recovery through beating them. Therapy. Yeah." And then she goes, oh, and then there's one point where she kicks a dude and he like, and it's audible too. He's like, and like smacks into a wall. And she's like, I might've overdone it. And he's like, no, you did really good. You kicked him far. She's like, yeah, I kicked the fucking shit out of him. Did you see how far he went? Holy shit. She pointed at him. She's like, look at him. He's all (laughs) over there. Like that killed me. Like it's it's just, it's so well-written. Like, and honestly, I will say some more (sighs) things about it is like the soundtrack the world itself yeah it's just oh, so oh my well God, that opening and it's just the that james opening. bond like is like anya was subject 007 at her yep uh, thing it was, it was just so good and then they have the real silencers like from daddy uh, i want to i want a pistol with a silencer on it can we get a silence pistol if we find one yes if one's on sale just yeah the the setting of it is so cool the vibes the entire environment like everything about this show is is fantastic like yeah, I, there's my... there's really no pieces that you can that at this point at least you can really fault or 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 pick pick apart cuz it's just yeah so well done so far yeah i my feel buddy... like this would be the best anime for someone who's like going to get into anime you know it'd be like yes. the best show cuz it's like it's like this is the same with attack on titan and stuff it's so it doesn't take place in Japan. So that's already one. So you don't have to like overcome the cultural differences. Like I remember when I started, it was all about like names. I'm like, okay, what is this guy's name? Because there's like two names for these characters floating around. You know, Lloyd, right? Lloyd yeah. Forger, right? Same with like, you know, Aaron Yeager, etc. But um, yeah, it, it's just, uh, again, if most people like huge fans of James Bond, right? Perfect. And they have tons of references to that. It's just such a well-made show. Yeah, agreed. I agree. I will say, my buddy John, when we watched this by the end of episode two, he's like, actually, like fucking right in the middle of episode one, he's like, this is really giving me. Uh, if you guys have seen the movie and or old 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 TV show, um, I think it's called Man from Uncle. 
is what it's called. He's like, I'm getting a lot of man from uncle vibes on this in which I've seen the movie and the movie is funny. And it's, I would completely hundred percent agree. Like the show is, it's so well done that. Yeah. Like this is actually a perfect starter show for anybody getting into anime because it isn't over the top anime and it isn't over the top like realism this is kind of that weird campy spy show in the middle that anybody can really get into it's got the comedy it's got the characters it's got the fucking um action like it's got everything that a show can really want and the character development too is really good i mean if you're you're caught up on the source material the newest chapter came out last week fucking heart heartbreaking dude absolutely gut-wrenching it is so good like they they have done great things with the source material they've already done phenomenal things with the first two episodes i cannot wait for the next 23 episodes of the show and speaking of the next 23 episodes of the show antero thank you so much for joining us where can uh people catch up with you um, so Antero Arts is my handle on mostly everything. A N T E R O Arts. Uh TikTok it's underscore arts and uh Instagram I think is underscore arts, but Twitter and YouTube. I'm actually starting a YouTube pretty soon here. Um I'm oh, working yeah. on a video right now. Uh, capital A Antero Capital Arts. Um so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Perfect. We will have all those links in the description of the show, so go check them out. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We had a lot Thanks of fun. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, thank absolutely. you Absolutely. So if you want to come join us again, come join us again. And thank you all for listening, for listening to us again. Uh, if you just found us, we thank you for your first time listen. You can find us on Twitter at Bakako Podcast. There we have all our links to everything else. We have our Discord, our TikTok, our Buy Us a Coffee to help keep the the mics going on this and the servers going for all of our episodes. We are here every Monday on my Twitch channel live um, around 7, 7.30 Mondays at Frankfurter. So if you want to watch us live, we will have that option. So you can see our beautiful faces or ugly, depending on who you are. It's fine. They're mostly ugly. It's, it's okay. But um, we will be back next week. It might be a kind of a weird episode because Tyler, you and I got to figure out when the fuck we're watching TV because we if you if you are listening to this on Wednesday we will be at PAX East this weekend so that means yeah. we get back on Sunday which means we have to record on Monday so we got to figure out some time to watch some shows but um we'll figure it out we'll be back here next Monday so no uh, oh god i fucked that real bad until That's next right. time <laughs> we get until through next- it together god damn it stop cutting me off you did it <laughs> I'm here for you, pal. Fuck off. Until next time, Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.